You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. I'm Riley. And this is our spooky episode for Halloween season. It's October 21st, so Halloween is just around the corner. But if you're like me and like Riley, you're pretty much just celebrating Halloween all year long. Yeah, <laughs> especially the entire month of October. I've watched horror movies or horror TV shows every night or every day this month, mm-hmm. as I always do. Yeah. Uh, what about your life updates? What's new and exciting? Life updates? Really not much. Um, back in uni kind of full swing of things. Um, I, as you can tell from my very sultry voice, <laughs> I've been getting over um, a really bad, like, cold. I feel like everyone is sick right now. Like, literally everyone I talk to is, like, sick or everyone in their life is sick. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually really nice. Like, the one good thing to, to come out of COVID is the fact that a lot of... Um, Why are you trying to get canceled? <laughs> the good thing that came about COVID was no, <laughs> but like that universities are way more equipped for people who can't make it to actual in-person classes now. Yeah, um, like I think three out of four of my lectures are recorded, That's um, nice. and one of them is like pre-recorded, and then the other ones are like you have to be on Zoom, but you can do it from home. Right, or so, you have someone record the Zoom for you, right? Uh, yeah, you, you can watch the Zoom later as right, well. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But I find that if I, do, if I don't do it at the designated time, then I just, like, fall behind. So even yeah. if it's pre-recorded, I'll watch it during, like, the same time as I would have been in class anyway. Right, yeah. Um, but it's, it's funny because, too, like, a lot of people I find you get, like, sick around um, testing or around exams, and then that's the time we can't miss school. So it's nice, at least in that case, you kind of have this safeguard of like if I have to miss a class life or death like I'm sick on my deathbed I can still get into that zoom class no exactly I mean all of our tests are in person right um I but I just had them actually last week um so I think that's why I also got sick was like just running so high I was also like working a lot at the five and then I just like after that I like Monday I was done like gone um, but it's, yeah, it was really great. Like, I think a lot of us, a lot is going around university. Um, cause Tuesday we had a zoom class and the teacher was like, where is everyone? And we were all on zoom being like, yeah, we're, we're all sick, man. <laughs> we all have done. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, everyone in my class is a child. Uh, a child. Oh, didn't someone in your class not know who Drew Barrymore was? Yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I was like, you have to look her up. She's amazing. But how would you not? Like, even as a name, it's, like, not on the level of, like, Elvis Presley, but it's, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, even, like, growing yeah. up, we knew that name as, like, a former actress or, like, a, you know, someone who was big when our... Yeah, as soon as I was, like, well, she's in this and this and this, and he was, like, oh, yeah, okay, I know who that is. Oh, he's lying. He was, like, oh, yeah. don't tell Yeah, I Google's trying to feel old. No, because I, I made a joke about me being um, uh, Josie Geller. Like, I did never make a reference, never because, but like the old lady that goes back to like school. Right. I was like, that's how I feel right now. You're grossy, Josie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, I don't understand that reference. And I was like, never because Drew Barrymore. He's like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, ah. And point proven. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I like sent him the synopsis, and he was like, yeah, that is you. (laughs) Young whippersnapper. Respect your elders. (laughs) Oh, Um, I remember I was like, Messman 26 at the time, and I was in, like, for my last year, one of my um, degrees, I 
had like a time, like I had enough um, credits that I could still take like a random like first year or second year class yeah. just to like fill up credits. Um, and it was like, I kind of purposely done I left like some of my like earlier, like my easier courses to do yeah, later. Yeah, GPA later. 100% right. So um, I was in class and I think it was like a first year communications class and I was like 26 at the time and I still was like the old, everyone else was like 18, 19. Yeah. And everyone would like look at me like, you're so old. So I'm like, I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But like, I felt ancient. <laughs> and part of me is like, I should go do another degree now, but I cannot imagine brushing shoulders with like 18, 19 year olds. Yeah, especially when they're smaller than you. It's really hard to okay, feel. They're all nerds. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a. I am in a degree that is unforgiving to the, to the silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but um, yeah, other than that, like, not many life updates. Um, how's your healing going? Um, it's good. I'm on a uh, week. Uh, I'm not stealing your taste on something. I just looked down at my vagina. Um, I, uh, yeah, no, I'm on week three now, just past week three. And I spoke to some girlfriends of mine who got the, um, same, the same procedure done like four plus years ago. And she was like, oh yeah, I went back to, I bet, went back to work like two days after. And I was like, what? Like, I don't even mm. think it would have been physically, I mean, I'm sure it would have been physically possible, but one, like, your, your, like, sutures are still open. Yeah. So, like, you're just, like, asking for infection. But anyway, so I'm, like, fully enjoying the time off work. I have, like, no rush to go back. I have to go back um, on, uh, to, uh, well, tomorrow, actually. I'm going to work uh, a gig tomorrow, but I'm dreading it a little bit. I'm like, I kind of was, like, I used to have never having to talk to yeah. men, never having to ever give sexual energy to anyone. Um, still kind of sex for another three weeks my doctor says we're at like three and a half uh, no sex mark and then Mm -hmm. another three weeks no sex Um, I can like start to wear like tighter pants like my like yoga pants or whatever now because before it was like just like loose pants only so there's like some like normalcy coming back into play Um, but yeah I kind of like not super excited to go back to work but I was excited to make money yeah. Because I've been sitting on the couch ordering obnoxious amounts of clothes and just, like, hemorrhaging money. Oh, so yeah, I know. <laughs> it'd be good to re, uh, replenish that. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, it's been good. Um, went to a cabin last week, was it? It was last week. Um, I went on a yeah. Sushwap. And um, it uh, it was really beautiful. It was really nice cabin, kind of, like, a little secluded and I sent you pictures, and, like, the, lay- the layout was really cute. It was all a completely wood cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just sat on the patio during the daytime and, like, read Stephen King no- novels to, like, get in the creepy spirit and then watch, like, spooky horror movies at nighttime, yeah. which, like, really played into, like, the whole creepy cabin, creaky sounds, the, like, tree scratching. is It was really fun. Did um, you scare yourself a little too I much definitely did scare myself a little too much at one point, yeah. Um, and then my partner... <laughs> my partner was like trying to scare me and he went on the stairs and then he like um he had like a flashlight when he went downstairs and then he like tossed the flashlight as if like someone had taken (laughs) taken him and I was like upstairs so it was like an A-frame cabin with like a loft style yeah and I was upstairs and I was like okay like haha like I'm not gonna come down and get you he was like hurry up I want to watch this movie and he, like, didn't come. And I literally sat there for, like, 20 minutes. And he was, like, so oh dedicated. Oh, my God. He dedicated. <laughs> so dedicated. And I was, like, to the bit. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I went down. And he threw, like, another shoe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, for fuck. And it was, like, a two-bedroom. So, like, yeah. there was another bedroom down this hallway. 
and I like go down, I like go down the hallway, and he's like crouching behind the bed, but he's like not crouching, short enough. His like butt is like his like naked bum is like in the in the air, and I was like, this is the real terror. It's <laughs> your naked ass. Like, let's get back upstairs. <laughs> Oh, so you really committed that, eh? 20 like, minutes to the bit. <laughs> I was like, was it worth it? Was it good for you? Yeah. Oh, so funny. But it's nice to just uh, relax for three weeks and feel, like, guilt-free of taking time off work. But now I'm a little accustomed to uh, guilt-free taking time off work because so I'm like, I really don't want to go back. Um, but exciting things coming up. It is spooky season. So we have Fright Night coming up. Super excited for that. Yeah. And then we have our... Um, Orc LARPing experience we did last year. It's the highlight of my fucking year. I am so fucking excited to do it again. Yes. It was so fun. Unfortunately, we bring in our partners, so we'll see how they uh, they fare. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what type of fun that they have. I mean, last year I, we did it, and it was an absolute fucking blast. I think so we were fun. both like in tears, laughing and fear. And fear. <laughs> it was legit. So I've never been so scared in my life. Well, that's like I tell. Um, my friend that I'm bringing, I was like, it sounds very like, oh, okay, LARPing, dorky, like you have your little bow and arrow, but yeah. then you're actually in like a pitch black forest and all of a sudden like people are like running by you and like down. giggling yeah. in the dark. And it's, it's so scary. Like, and it's very the music is yeah, playing. It's so, spooky. <laughs> it's so spooky. It's so fun. I'm so excited. Um, and then we have uh, Man Farms we'll go to again. I'm super excited for that. We, I went like, what, five times last year? It's so fun. And apparently they made more... Uh, things this year very pricey mm-hmm. um all the events are actually pretty um pretty pricey yeah but so worth it and then I am doing I don't think I told you this yet I'm doing this like Halloween symphony thing um Ooh. at I don't know one of the orchestra places um and they have like a bunch of scores of like horror movies and stuff they're doing it's just real spooky and that so I'm very excited for that because I haven't Fun. gone to like a, I don't think I've ever gone to like a symphony or an orchestra so um, yeah, and that's like my four Halloween events I have planned so far. And then I still want us to go to a pumpkin patch or corn maze I know. during the daytime at some point. I really missed all the like beautiful fall weather being sick. I know. I like to get my surgery right when it was like the nicest yeah. fucking fall. I know. We never get like as beautiful a uh, October as we did. Oh, that's crazy. It was like 25 in like um, some areas. It was like 27 degrees. It's crazy. Yeah. Insane. How about your work updates? I have literally none because I've been off work yeah, for Yeah, I have weeks. a couple. I'm going to blast through them. Um, so I did uh, um, the merit gig, which is like if you're on stage here um, and you're doing the circuit, there is one gig that you do that's in merit, which is like a tiny little town about three hours away. And um, it's in this old hotel and it's on a Wednesday night. Which sounds so unpromising. And it's the most, like, dingiest little, uh, like, hotel. Like, it reminds me of uh, the Alder Inn. Did you ever go there? God, no. Yeah. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, super rickety. Um, we were given, like, a hotel room to, like, uh, get changed in and stay the night if we wanted to. We just get murdered. To get murdered. <laughs> it was giving, um, like, The Shining. Okay, fun, though. Yeah. I have a little video, but I'll show you later. Um... But it was such a hilarious event. It's like there's this tiny stage with a pole on it, but it's like probably six meters away from where the uh, like everyone is, and everyone's just like sitting at like pub tables, you know? Yeah. And then there's this disco floor for about like 
three meters by four meters, like just a disco like mirrored floor that like changes color and stuff. And you have to DJ and MC for each other because they have no DJ. You have to DJ for the other dancers? Yes. Oh my god. It's just okay. two of you. So you like every like half an hour or however it goes up, you can do like you one of you do, does like a little solo show and you have to do two and a half uh, shows throughout the night and then the rest of the time uh, you can do lap dances and the lap dance rooms look as you expect them to look like a little dingy but we honestly had like a great time like everyone was in a good mood everyone was like down to spend money um you had to kind of like go along and like get money like given to you they don't really like throw it like they do on on the stage here right um but it was so much fun and so like me and the girl that I went with uh ended up doing some like uh duo dances um because you got like way more tips that way Okay. Being able to like hit more of the audience at the same time, right. um, but there was like duo stage shows. You mean exactly? Right. So like I got on with hers and she got on with mine. Nice. So we still did. We did more than our allocated number. Right, but why like, not? If you don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it worked really well. And like there was these guys that were just like throwing twenties, which we love liked. to see it. Love to see it. And they were just like worked on the rigs. So oh, love the rig pigs. Yeah, exactly. Um, so honestly, we had a blast. Like we really fucking worked. Um, uh, like our butts off, we just kept doing um, uh, lap dances and stuff. But yeah, it was honestly a great, a great time. Well, we should try a bucket together sometime. For sure. I don't know what it's going to be like in the winter, but um, I'm sure it'll keep going. Yeah, I mean, it might be okay in the winter. So maybe a little. It's only a little one day thing. Right? Yeah, so it's not that bad. Exactly. No, it was uh, absolutely. I would do it with you. Um, what would you not? <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing is, so I was, um, I, I had taken such a long time off of uh, uni that I felt really behind on like some of the fundamentals, uh, uh, calculus stuff that was happening in right. my like, especially because yours is such like a building block exactly. style of degree. No, totally. So I decided to get a tutor, um, for like just to kind of refresh everything that I needed to right um that my obviously my uh professor wasn't going to spend the time kind of going over in class and I was like uh trying to search a one-to-one function in my practice uh sheets and we were like sitting together looking at my laptop and I accidentally typed in o n in my browser and my OnlyFans came up <laughs> I was like, okay. So, anyways, this is this function. You're like, wait, please subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, will you give me a discount if I give you like three six months? Three six months. And then they see. Totally, absolutely, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize you with a wig. Like, like that's my twin. Maybe now, but now it looks like I'm like searching. Like woman up on OnlyFans, but either way, yes, it's just like it's, local. Yeah, I mean, look. Either way, I was just like, anyway. Oh my god, I remember like in university class, like well, obviously years ago now, but um, there's someone like opened their or their laptop and it was like porn playing, and yeah. it was like literally like you could hear a pin drop and then they like <laughs> closed it and it was like. So recapping last week's lesson, uh, it was like, oh, like, oh my god, the oh yeah, and I, yeah, no, not the professor, like one of the students. Oh. The professor was just like, okay, well, right, yeah, okay, uh, just to shuffle along. And then I would like, 
intentionally when I was in my like yoga teacher training. Yeah. Um, I would like work on my OnlyFans content. I was like in the corner, and then my girlfriend would always laugh because she'd look over and just be like my like asshole yeah. <laughs> in the middle of like Namaste. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, they just got paid for this course. So. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was. Uh, I was like, oh, can't wait to tell you about this. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, my okay. OnlyFans good. It's chucking along. Yeah, doing its thing. Yeah, yeah. Slowly improving. Awesome. I don't put a lot of a lot into it. Oh, it's just nice to have a little bit extra income. You know. Yeah. As long as it's relative to like what you're putting out for the effort you're putting in. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah. What else? What else? Um. Oh yeah. So when I was on stage, it was like super quiet, and I was just kind of like, "Merit." Sorry, this is at um the five. Okay, so local. Yes, I was just like. It was super quiet. There was only, like, two people at my stage, and one put, like, a $5 bill down, so I, like, went over and did a little shaky shake over here, and then as I was, like, dancing for this guy, I saw this, like, younger guy, probably around, like, 20 or 23, put um, a dollar, like, an American dollar bill down, and I, like, obviously, like, didn't go over there straight away, because I've just started dancing with this guy that put $5 down. Yeah. Um, but with inflation, it's like thirty-three. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. And then I, like, look back up, and the dollar is gone. And I was, like, I was just, like, start, like, kind of, like, giggling to myself. And so I just, like, start twirling around the pole. And then this motherfucker waits until he has my eye contact and then puts the dollar bill back down again just to, like, make sure that I see that he, he put a dollar bill down. I was Ew. like, yeah, I fucking, you're the only one there. Like, I know that you've put this dollar bill down. Yeah. But the fact that he, like, took it away. He wanted to, be, like, notice that he exactly. put a dollar down. I'd be, yeah. some, I'd be like, I wouldn't want someone to notice I only put a dollar down. I know. Like, <laughs> please don't notice how little I put. I know. I was like, yeah. Like, like, look, I appreciate the dollar. I do because. No, we don't. We have to say it so we don't sound like cunts. But, no, no but, it's almost insulting to a dollar down. I know, but the the club was full. Pervro was not, so at, he was putting fucking something. I guess better than nothing, but yeah. still like, but like, come on, yeah, exactly. Just fucking put it down. And, and like, it's like, more so like put it down as like a, like, hey, like I'm helping you out, not like I expect something like, for this no, exactly. dollar. Exactly. That was it. That was the yeah. point. It's like I I appreciate every bill that goes onto my stage, but like, don't be weird about it. Yeah, and not was, not all bills get the same attention. Sorry. Yeah, and like, nor should they. Like. No other industry would be able to put a dollar down expect the same kind of quality of whatever that someone's yeah. paying hundreds of dollars for. Like, yeah. It's the reality of it. Yeah. And I well, I would have me with my attitude, I had him set to go on over and then be like, knelt down all like sexually and then like blew it back in his face. <laughs> 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 like, fuck off my stage. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I don't do stages much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Merit won't do uh, I know. And it's, you know, it's always the people with like the dollar and the $5 bills that do that too. Like every time somebody has put a $100 bill on my stage. They're the most nonchalant and unexpected. They have put it there and they've walked away or yeah. they've put it there and they have like, when I've looked at them to be like, who do I give this attention to? Yeah. None of them have been like, of it's course. Nice. You know? But it's like always, it's like the $500 client, like. You don't text me back enough. What are you, like, where's something nice for me? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, what time are you at the club? And then the $5,000 client's like, hey, send you money. Hope you have a great day. Yeah. Like, it's, like, always like that. Yeah. So, anyway, this segues into my, um, my musing, I guess. Oh. oh yes, yeah, you're like, I was, like, finally bring to the table. Yeah. <laughs> Five seasons in, I brought something to the table. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> Earn my key. Yeah. Okay. So... 
I just want your opinion on like who you would go to first. So what, what would you do in that situation? Okay. You, um, a lovely regular of yours has come in who, you know, always spends like a good amount of money. Um, and he's now been waiting 20 minutes at the club because you were, you'd just gone up for a dance with somebody, um, when, uh, they got there and then you had to do a stage show. So they've been waiting like 20, 25 minutes for you now. Right. Um, and then as you're doing your stage show, someone through the period of the stage show throws on 250 bucks. Okay. During a show. Okay. During a show. Right. Who do you go to first? Um, so the way I would do it and like the kind of regulars I have and the kind of way like I conduct my, like in like my own kind of company mm-hmm. is that my regulars are very understanding with like when I'm at work, I'm, they might not get all my attention. So I personally would go, when I got the stage, I would go to the person that threw the money and said, thank you so much. Um, I just have to go say hi to someone. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And then I would go to my regular and I'd say, I'm so sorry you've been waiting for me. I love when you come in to see me. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually do. All my, I, I really do like all my regulars. I wouldn't have them if I didn't. Um, and I'd say, you know, um, this gentleman on the stage um, really wanted my attention. Um, can I come back in like two seconds or come back after I see what he needs? Mm-hmm. And my, I know my regulars. They'd all be like, of course, take your time. I'll be here. Like, that's just how yeah. I've, I've like curated the people in my circle to be like. And um, then I'd go back to the 250 guy and say, hey, like, do you want to go for dance or whatever? And if he didn't, then I'd go back to my regular tail between my legs and said he didn't want me. <laughs> just kidding. Take me back. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I'm also, like, but, I, yeah, I, I think the better question, if it, if it wasn't a regular, you didn't have that kind of rapport with. But, like, yeah, that you were reasonably a, Or, like, a, maybe a, a demanding regular or mm-hmm. a new one they're still trying to impress. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would make a quick call of, like, could this 250 guy become a better regular? Yeah. Is How good is this regular? How frequently does he come in? Is it worth the risk of whatever? Mm-hmm. But also, I just wouldn't want a regular who, like, as soon as he comes into the club, he's expected my entire attention, and I can't make any money outside of him. Yeah. So, I guess, like, for me, I was like, this guy has already been patiently waiting 20 minutes, 25 yeah. minutes for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what, did you not go say hi to the 250 guy? No, of course I did. I got off stage and I said, thank you so much for the tip. I really appreciate it. I introduced myself. Right. Um, and then I said, you know, I, I have someone that's been waiting for me, but I would, if you're, you know, available when I'm, I'm back, I would love to take you for a dance. Yeah. And then I went to my regular. And it was the right call. Right. Okay. Because um, my regular went for like 15 dances. Right. And I came back and the guy hadn't gone for any dances and then proceeded to not go for any dances until like the last right. hour. Okay, that's good. Then. Yeah. But he did buy... His friend, uh, like, four dances with me as well. Okay. So, yeah. That's good. Then. Yeah, but, yeah, I was, like, that, like, I was thinking on stage, I was, like, that's a really tricky right. position to be because, like, yeah, it could be – and and he he wasn't someone that went into the club often and, and doesn't drink often. Like, it was his first time drinking in, like, three years or something. So. Okay. So he was not one that would come in frequently. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I love, like, when we work together, because, like, we can tag team like that, where it's like, hey, okay, you go to the guy that just tipped me. Like, we used to this when we were up yeah. working in different places, on, like, a non, not our home club, like, other places. Yeah. We And we were both doing stage. Um, whoever was on stage, we would bring the good tipper to the stage and then sit with them while the girl was doing something and then, like, keeping the person entertained so we yeah. wouldn't lose anyone. Um, so it's almost like you have, like, yeah, two bodies, which, like, can yeah, even spread out. And then, um, and then... You know, we can communicate to each other, but this guy's going to spend money on both of us, or, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, that's why working together helps so much. Because, yeah, when you're by yourself, there's only so much of you, you're like, 
No, I want to sure. capitalize. How do I capitalize the most on this vote? Look, and I mean, of course, there's going to be days, no matter how fierce of a dancer you are, there's going to be nights where you walk away and you're like, fuck, I made the wrong decision. I yeah. can't waste time with that guy. Like, as good as you are, hopefully you minimize the amount of times that happens at a night or the amount of nights that happens. But it's always going to happen because you can't see the future. Yeah, exactly. You have to make that call of, is, am I going to lose this regular if I, if I don't go to him and I keep blowing him off? Because, like, now is someone going to wait around two hours at a club for you, an hour right. and a half, or, or, you know, right. at a club? Or, you know, is this guy going to spend, as you said, is this guy going to become a better regular yeah I was like, it's hard to get regulars it's hard to get regulars that spend good money yeah or the same and, for any kind of significant exactly amount of time. and this guy comes in at least once every time like in a week that i work mm. he comes in at least once he always spends like and i i really love his company too right and i was like it's just not worth is this the guy whose name you always say wrong no but he was there that day actually that's who i was with when he first came in oh, okay no, no, this is uh, the younger guy who um, oh, was there is a software a week engineer. Right. Yeah. And um, we talk about, like, we both code in R, so I, like, always talk to him about nice. like, how difficult it was for me to learn it. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. No, but he's super lovely. Um, and how so, old is he? Uh, he's, like, 30, young 30s. Nice. Yeah. And super sweet. So, yeah, I thought we could put that up as a poll on um, – Instagram being like, who would you go to, your good regular or the great tipper? Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, that will be our next poll on Instagram. Look for it. Because, um, right, yeah, I mean, is it worth losing the regular or potentially losing the regular, I guess? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was uh, thankful that I made the right decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it sounded like you did. Um all right, I have a random music and it's not remotely work-related, but it's a conversation I had with a friend. Uh, red flag or deal breaker? He lets his dog tongue kiss him. Like open mouth? Well, he kind of like, you know, like, mm, like keeps like mouth closed. Like it's not like, like Frenching, but like of course the tongue slips in every once in a while. I'm just trying to think what I do to my dog. My dog never licks my face. My dog always licks my face. But I always turn away. Yeah. No, but he, like, turns into it, this oh. guy that we're talking about. For me, it'd be no. gross. It, it, for me, yeah. it'd be, like, borderline deal breaker. Because, like, you literally see your dog licking its sphincter and then sticking the tongue in your mouth, and you're going to try to kiss me? Like, if that was my partner, I'd be like, you know. Yeah. Um, it would be a, a hefty red flag, for sure. I think also just, like, maybe... Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it would, talk, it would kind of talk to me more about your hygiene. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know. I'm so, like, I shower at least, sometimes twice a day. Like, I, like, you know, floss, like, all that stuff. And, like, it would just, I don't know. It would be like, do you bathe? Yeah. <laughs> I would just, like, take it so much further. If you're not, like, turning, yeah. Like, I, turning into girls. I, I do love the kisses. But well, I, yeah, my I dog like, licks me and stuff, too, but never, like, on my face. Yeah. Well, he might, like, lick my chin if I, exactly. like, lean yeah. down to it. But I'll, like, make sure it's not, like, near my mouth. And yeah. I like, wash my face after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all nasty. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So, obviously we said this is our spooky season episode. So, we offered um, some <laughs> answers. coming out late. And yes. you, know, you ladies know how scary late is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, she's got jokes. Uh, <laughs> so we, totally planned, not at all because I was sick. <laughs> uh, so we had our Instagram submissions. I asked strip club horror stories. And I actually got this because um, strip, strip reviews gone wild on Instagram asked for. So I'm going to read the ones that we got submitted and I'm going to read some of the ones they had submitted because, um, yeah, they're an awesome uh, little... Uh, not little, they're doing quite well actually. Um, Instagram handle, go check them out. That's once again, uh, strip reviews gone wild. So shout out to them for giving me the idea. So one of the first ones we got submitted was Brandy's is for sure haunted. Have you ever heard that? Um, I've never experienced anything like that, but I haven't really been there like after hours. Yeah. I could see like the setup of it being kind of like creepy haunted too. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like the stairs you go up to go to like the um, change rooms and stuff. Oh yeah, like, and like the stairwell. Yeah. Um, 905 in Toronto has apparitions in the VIP washroom seen in the mirror loads of times. Ooh. Fun. Uh, Polomino, Las Vegas has been featured on Ghost Hunters twice. So we were, we wanted to find out more about this one. So we had O'Reilly, our, um, do a quick goog. Yeah. A little goog on it. So yes. Uh, season 18, episode two of ghost adventures. I couldn't find the like ghost hunters one, mm-hmm. but I found two different other ones. Okay. So, uh, Zach and the crew are in Las Vegas, Nevada, investigating the city's oldest gentleman's club. Several tragic deaths have saturated the club with raw human emotion, creating a charged paranormal atmosphere and possibly fueling murderous behaviors between, uh, among employees and patrons. And where can they find that? If you really listen to more about that. Um, that is Ghost Adventures, season 18, episode two. Um, I'm not 100% sure where to find it. Well, Google it yourself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> And then um, another one here. It looks like Apple Apple TV you can find it on. Oh, perfect. Okay, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll watch it at some point this week. Just keep sure. ourselves out. And then there, the Haunted Bay on YouTube did a whole episode about Condor. Yes, and so I found um, this one. I think you can find it on Amazon Prime. Otherwise, I just found the uh, teaser, teaser trailer. Oh, no, I think uh, 21 Minutes. I think you can probably find it on YouTube. Uh, the Haunted Bay, Episode 3, The Condor Club. Um, Stripper's sex and one of the most bizarre deaths in San Francisco history. The Condor Club was the first legal strip club in the United States and is no stranger to scandal. However, there may be more than just erotic dancing here. Spirits of former um, former performer, former performers. Oh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> and patrons may haunt this infamous club. Yeah, you can find that on. So, do you know the actual story of this? I don't know. Okay, so I've heard this before, but someone actually wrote it in as well. They said, The Condor Club, San Francisco. A bouncer and his girlfriend, one of the dancers, were having sex after hours on the piano when it accidentally got activated and it ended up rising to the ceiling and crushing him to death. When it went... When it went to the ceiling, his his girlfriend was stuck between the piano and him till the morning when the janitor came in. The piano's still there. So, yeah, I guess they were fucking on the piano. It raised up and it crushed him between the piano and the ceiling, and she somehow was like in between them, and she wow. lived and she was yeah she was stuck there all night like with her like dead partner's body, um like on top of her I guess. Oh my um, god! And then the janitor came in like found her, but apparently yeah apparently they have the piano still. 
Let's go. I love spooky things. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of story, the condor one. We were also um, supposed to get the security footage from another local club, right? Yes, Penthouse. Well, I'll have to ask them about that too. I can get it for this week and post it. I'm um, working there for the next two weeks, so I will ask the manager. Yes, please. I'll also email them too, and um, then we can scare you while you're working. Yes. Um, okay, so then I went and looked at the strip reviews ones they had submitted as well, and this is some of the ones they posted. Okay, so it goes... There's a dressing room ghost at the Red Garter in Indianapolis. His name is Henry, and you only hear or see him if he's alone. If you're alone up there. I thought it was bullshit to scare the new girls until I came in early one day. Guess even death can't stop these men being creeps. <laughs> and then someone else responds to that saying, This club was a funeral cremation business before they turned it, and a girl in the locker room got yanked back as if someone pulled her. There was nothing there. You saw her get pulled on the video camera, and she never came back. And there's reports of seeing children in VIP. Oh, that's the spookiest thing as children of 100%. <laughs> um, and then someone else said, there's a club and the mirrors are all along the bar. So if you're sitting at the bar, you're looking onto the mirrors and all the time we see people walk past in the mirror behind us just to turn around and see that no one's there. I've also heard other dancers talk about glasses randomly falling off the bar and smashing. And then a person responds to that one saying, at the strip club I work at, hand dryers turn on at random during the day, but never while the club is open. And if it's quiet enough, you hear footsteps running around upstairs, but there's nothing and no one up there. And then another one is Brandon mm, Mann? I don't know what that stands for. Manhattan? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, no, Cali- the, California. California Brandon, California? Sorry if you're from there. Don't know where that yeah, is. Yeah, let's have a quick Google for it. Um, middle dancer room is haunted by a dancer. She appears in the mirror. Um, creepy. <laughs> oh, that'd be my worst fucking nightmare if I died and then had to stay in the fucking strip club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> death, really? I couldn't get away from the fucking club. You would haunt it to shit. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God, the things I would do to the men. <laughs> uh, sensations in Cabo, Arizona. Got a ghost behind the register at the bar that likes to grab people and a rude-ass ghost in the bathroom that'll swing your door open on you while you're trying to piss or will hit you with a door when you're trying to take a mirror selfie. Oh, um, Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, crazy. Okay, so that one with um, the dancer haunting is in Canada. And here's the last one. A brothel, not a club, but one of our working rooms is haunted by a vengeful worker and reception never puts us in that room because we're 10 times more likely to be sexually assaulted. The other rooms don't have nearly as many reports as that one. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and then also the club that we work at, the five, they um, they have a lot of reports of like creepy stuff going upstairs, uh, going on upstairs on the second and third floors. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of the dancers when they stay in the hotel, um, when they're doing stage, they um, have like their uh, hangers moving in their closet and they tried to do um, smudging before and yeah. like got creeped out and had to stop. Like, so I definitely think, I mean, the five is such an older building um, and it used to be like an old, old hotel. So, like, yeah, yeah, who knows, right? But yeah, those are our creepy stories. If you guys have others, send them in and we'll post them on the Instagram story as well because we love to creep ourselves out. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. And listener emails and questions. So I had someone send me um, like a Instagram meme or like a little video saying when he has already spent all his money and wants to stay and chat, but there's money in the club. And then they said, how do y'all handle a situation like this, especially if he's a good regular? Oh, so which kind is kind of, of similar, idea, yeah. yeah, so kind of idea of what you're saying. So what would, what would you say if, um, 
He already spent all his money and wants to stay in chat, but there's money to be made in the club. Um, I think it kind of depends, like, how much he just spent for me. You know, like, if he spent, I don't know, let's say a couple grand or, like, upwards of a grand, then I would probably stick around at least a little bit um, because then I – then. If I don't, the next time he's not going to spend that much because he know, or he's going to be slow with the spending because he knows that once it's run out, like his time is done mm. and he'll just start spending less or making the spending last longer, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, so you kind of want to like, for my opinion, in my opinion, you kind of want to like reward that behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, and if, you know, if it's less than that, then, and you don't think it's going to make that much of a difference, then like. Yeah, but I think that, like, if the club is – I don't really sit with people, mm-hmm. you know, especially for free. Um, but if they're a good regular or something, then, like, maybe I would – I had spent a lot of money. Maybe I would go, like, try and sell some dances and then, like, come back and chat to him for, like, a couple minutes and then go and, like, have him as sort of a home base mm-hmm. um, so that he's still getting all this attention that other guys aren't, but I'm, you're not lo- actively losing out on money. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think? So I responded to the girl and I said, um, I tell him I have to get back to work and I only have X amount of hours left to make my goal. Hmm. And then the person said, damn, am I talking to Danica? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, yes. (laughs) And she said, uh, I'm surprised your customers aren't taken back by your bluntness. Love it though. I think that's something the young, younger gals lack. I was like, rude. (laughs) 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 I'd be offended by that comment. Uh, I said, yeah, I think part of my appeal is I'm very straightforward with my clients and I appreciate that. I found that business people appreciate that I take my business seriously. Mm-hmm. So I typically do have a lot of like business um, style men that are regular. Yeah. So they understand like there's money in the club. I'm going to go make it. I have it. I have a goal. I have X amount of time to, yeah. to make that goal. And honestly, more often than not, my customers will say to me, um, hey, if there's money in the club, go make it, babe. Like yeah. they're very good about um, understanding that as well. It's, it's more often I think that they say to me like I, I appreciate your time you're dismissed kind of idea yeah um so which is always good yeah but yeah yeah and there's a way to handle it when um you can kind of sugarcoat it and like you said like come back every once in a while and and it, I think there's a lot to be said what you said that they if they know the minute they put that last dollar and you're like okay bye then they're, mm-hmm. they're gonna wait and wait and wait to put that last dollar down so I do think there's sometimes psychology um you have to take into account with, like, the positive reinforcement. Now. Yeah. I think we've just – I've just seen it uh, happen so many times where, like, they'll spend, you know – and because they watch the clock. Mm-hmm. They want to know how much time they're, they're getting with you. So if they if they can, you know, pay $1,000 and spend an hour with you and, as la- yeah, as you said, the last time that that dollar hits the table, you're out. Or if they can spend an hour giving you $500, like, I feel like – for me, they need a little bit of like reward for big, bigger amounts spent. If they're if they're not spending that much money, then like they have to understand that yeah, you have to go make money elsewhere. Like we all have goals. Yeah. But exactly. if they're spending like a good amount of money, and if you like their company, I don't see that there's any problem. And like I'm gonna go, you know, this person asked for a dance um, when I was busy. I'm gonna go give them a dance, and I, I'll, I'll be back after. Yeah. You know exactly. Um. So the next one actually isn't a question direct to us, but I want us to answer it. It was from the dancer's resource, and someone wrote into her, Chrissy Parker, who we were lucky enough to have on um, in an earlier episode, and they said, hey girl, I have a question I'd love to ask your followers. Fellow dancers, how do you turn down drugs without ruining the vibe and pissing off a customer? 
there's a lot of drug use at my club, and I don't mind people around me doing it, but I don't want to participate myself. Almost every customer I interact with offers me drugs, and I'm good at saying no and standing by my ground, but sometimes I feel like the customer then thinks I'm no fun. Do you have any tips? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it happens, I think, more frequently in our business than obviously anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I always make it so that it's, it's better for them if I don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always say something like, oh, thank you, but I'm way more fun when I'm just drinking. Or, no, uh, thank you, but, you know, it makes me really anxious, and then I'm not as fun for you guys. Or, like, you just spin it in a way that it's like, if I do this, it's actually going to be worse for you guys. It's, I'm going to be less fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, I do the same. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm honestly such a better drunk than I am. You know, I'm not even drinking. I'm drinking yeah. water. Um, I'm such a better drunk than I use drugs. Blah blah. blah. Or like, oh yeah, we'll have so much more fun if I'm drinking. Trust me, I get so yeah. much hornier on drunk drinking, or I'm so much funnier when I'm drunk. Yeah. I get so um, anxious, and I, yeah. I don't want to be anxious for you guys. Like, we're having so much fun. Like, yeah. Um, or, like, if it's in the club, like, obviously, like, drug use is prohibited in clubs. Yeah. So I'll say that, saying, you know, there's cameras, and, like, I can't be a part of that because I don't want to lose my job, and you sure as hell aren't going to pay me my annual wage. So um, I don't – I can't have you do it around me, or I mm-hmm. can't have you do it when, like, I'm with you. And that's, that's really difficult if, like – I mean, I don't know how it works in, like, other clubs where they kind of turn a blind eye to it, but if other girls are doing it mm. – then it's harder to be like, well, I can't, because then they'll be like, well, sh- she's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I always I always just do it as, like, a way of, like, oh, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm. this is going to be way better for you if I don't. Yeah, exactly. Making things their idea if you don't yeah. have to do it 100%. Uh, next question we got here. Hey, I just listened to episode 121. First of all, the guy that came in his pants had me dying laughing. Secondly, I had a question about applying for positions in clubs, if that's okay. I've been trying to prepare for working in the clubs, going to them and buying dances that I can learn from other dancers and talking to dancers, etc. I like how you highlighted how to properly apply because I honestly was clueless and was going be- going between calling, showing up, or emailing. I was wondering what do you suggest one would put in an email if we have no stripping experience. I've done pole dance for the last two years, but I recognize that pole dance in the fitness world is very different from working in the club world, so I don't feel like it's, in quotes, good enough experience to put in a professional email. Looking forward to hearing from you, and thanks in advance. Um, I mean, it sounds like you're doing everything right. Um, you know, asking dancers, paying for their time, buying lap dancers, visiting the establishments. Um, to be honest, like if you don't have experience and you don't have experience, um, I, I, it's, it's a different industry from anything else. Um, you can put experience that is, is like kind of minded. And I would say that actually goes more towards like customer service sales mm-hmm. yeah. than actual pole dancing because pole dancing is not going to make the club money mm-hmm. and it's not going to make you m- money really unless mm-hmm. you're like on stage all the time which is you know not where you make the most of your money especially if you're working in like non-Canadian clubs um, from what I understand so I would kind of you know cater towards more of your selling experiences your custom service experiences but if you don't have experience and you don't have experience it's like any other job like if, if you apply to uh, you know to be a, a waitress and you don't have any waitressing jobs like you just have to kind of put anything that's going to be like I'm actually very capable at kind of learning yeah but you also just have to find clubs that are more um, beginner, friendly. beginner friendly yeah so I would like you said I would I think it's great that you're going to the clubs you're giving money to the dancers to learn from them, 100%, check mark, good job, gold mm-hmm. star. 
Um, I think, yes, call the club, ask that they're hiring, ask the best way to apply, whether that's coming in person or an email, get the email, get the phone number you need or get um, the address and do what they tell you to do. If it's an email or an interview or you're on the phone, I would explain, um, hi, I've been to your establishment, um, you know, why you think their establishment is worth working at. You know, I love the girls that are working there or I love the layout or I love the management or the bartenders or something about the place that makes them the reason why you're applying. Um, to show one that you've also respect the industry enough to show up and actually like partake in it Mm -hmm. and then yeah comment on things that are strip club adjacent so if you worked at clubs before if you worked as a server before if you worked um in a pole studio before if you have pole experience I would comment on those things and then I would make a little kind of disclaimer saying I understand this does not make me a great potential exotic dancer um but um I think it would help me you know, um, learn faster or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think that acknowledges that you understand that pole dancing is not the same as a strip club. Um, that serving is not the same as a strip club, but you're still offering that information that you have, have some experiences adjacent to a strip club. Um, yeah. while still respecting that it's not the same or yeah, exactly. And just like put it like, as you would a resume, if, if you're applying to a different position, you know, you put, um, if, you know, under serving, you were, um, you were in charge of upselling items so that your customers, you know, spend, like have it kind yes. of like put towards why that would help you in the right. industry. Yes. For example, like, you know, I was always, um, top liquor sales as a server at this bar. Um, so I'm confident that I'd be able to make you money selling dances each night. Yeah. Like relating it to why that would help you as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Also, like there's a fine line between, um, being professional, but not sounding too square that they think you're like a cop applying. Like, you need to like be aware of like how you're wording things. Obviously, don't be like, yo, what's up, bitch? Yeah. Like, um, but, bitch. but don't be like, I was in charge of no, for liquor sure. sales at, yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, exactly. Be like, they, this is, this is the skill and this, this is, is how I use it. it. This yeah. is how I think it can help. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you're, uh, you're good to go. Um, also like having photos to send to them not nudes like I said before it's fucking weird the girls send nudes that's literally not a thing and if a club's asking for nudes like yeah don't go to that club um all right and the last one here it's not a question I threw it in because I asked about you or talked about you um gotta say I agree with Briley I (laughs) stop it that she's a terrible dancer (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say I agree with Riley I also am not a fan of concerts despite being a musician myself maybe we're allergic to fun question mark (laughs) I'm not allergic to fun take that back is that why you're you're getting sick all the fun I know yeah truly (laughs) (laughs) I can't um also thanks to Riley for coming to my poll class a couple weeks ago didn't want to put her on the spot by saying hi at the time <laughs> so yeah, please don't put me on the spot. <laughs> apparently, you took a poll class with oh, her. Oh, fun! Let me yeah. see. Let me send it. Up. Oh yes, okay. Yeah, there. Um, yeah, and that's all for this a spooky episode. Uh, we'll post the Instagram question about regular versus big spender at the tip rail, and um, I think that's all we have for this yeah. episode. Go have all the spooky Halloween fun. We'll uh, let you know on episode 20, 125 about all the Halloween adventures we got up to. Oh, my God. What did you think of Hocus Pocus 2? Oh, yeah. Um, I watched it with my parents last night. And, um, I mean, Hocus Pocus 1, I watched literally since I was a kid every year of Halloween. You know, it so was like classic. a total flop when it first came out. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, it also came out in, like, July. Yeah. Um, I think it was in 94, I think, or 93. I don't know. It came out. I want to say 93. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was cute. I actually did think they did a good job. I think Bette Midler, um, she did a very good job mimicking her persona of the 93 version. Like, her voice is the exact same, mannerisms were perfect. Um, the one that plays Sarah, I think, did a good job, too. I think Sarah, Sarah Tarka didn't uh, know the one that plays, or plays Mary. Oh, sorry. Yes. The one that plays Mary. Um, and then I think Sarah Jessica Parker did an okay job. Her voice mm-hmm. is a little different than she was, and her manners were a little different. Um, but uh, the so one, I think she was, like, the least of my favorite of the cast. Right. Um, I also, I mean, I would have liked to have seen more of the original cast come out. Like, um, I thought, uh, was it Thora Birch was the original girl in it? I thought she would, like, show up. I don't remember seeing her in it. I think they tried to get her, and she couldn't do it. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sure she's really busy with her career, but... Um, I, um, no, I, uh, if you guys listen to, like, um, Comedy Bang Bang, they do a Scott Hasn't Seen, Scotty Hasn't Seen. Oh, right, you told me this, yeah. And they did one on the original Hocus Pocus, and one of the people that they have on as a guest, um, uh, was a writer on Hocus Pocus too. so she kind of talks about, like, who they could get, who they couldn't get, etc. Yeah, I think, like, it was nice to see, obviously, the original Three Witches, and then it was nice to, um have the guy that plays Billy come back. Mm-hmm. He was in it as well, even though he looks a lot different. At first, I thought his voice sounds different. I thought it wasn't him, um, but it is the original Billy. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cute. It was definitely, um, definitely like more like, I feel like gimmicky. Right, like Disney yeah. style. Um, but yeah, it was a cute little ending to it. And nice. I always liked that Midler, so... Yeah, cool. Did you watch it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Yeah. You let me know what you think okay. afterwards. All right. That will be it for this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.